Good morning, St. James. And today's scriptures readings is taken from Matthew's Gospel of Matthew, 6th chapter, 5th to 15 verses. And the second one is taken from Psalm 42. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your scripture. And oh Lord, we give a be with us and send your Holy Spirit to Lord, guard our hearts. And the Lord to guide us and lead us that we understand your word and then implement in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we said, the first reading is taken from Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew from 6th chapter 5 to 15. Uh, this scripture portion is uh, named as uh, the modal prayer. Here, Jesus, in this prayer, there are 11 verses. Jesus is uh, teaching about the how to pray, which we call it as the Lord's Prayer. But before telling us how to pray, first Jesus has uh, mentioned about what not to pray. How, what are the things that we need to guard ourselves uh, that we don't fall into the same pit as the hypocrites, which, where he is mentioning here in, uh, in those days. And uh, the, for the, if you see for, uh, verse five, and he talks about uh, the hypocrites in the sense the, the people praying, uh, standing in the synagogues to get attention. Here, Jesus is talking about the heart. The prayer is a dialogue between God and ourselves. So it's not a, something that we, for the show. So if you are praying, you need to be sincere in the heart. That's what Jesus is correcting them, saying that they, they tend to get attention and then praying and standing in the, in, the, in the high elevated places and then praying so that people will see and uh, they, they, they're, they're doing it for some sort of uh, formality or it may be reputation. So there's nothing wrong in praying in, the, in, 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 a, in a group or in a congregation. But what is Jesus is saying? What is your heart? Is your heart actually you're really talking to God? Is that something or you are just trying to just put up a show? And then secondly, the, the verse 6, it takes about, he says that when you want to pray, go and pray in private uh, so that God will reward you in, uh, outwardly, I mean, in the externally, in the sense of openly, God will reward you. So you, you tell, pour your heart to God. And then ask what you need. And God is there for us to give us uh, more the things which are required for us and which he feels that uh, which are applicable or appropriate for us rather. Because just like children, they'll be asking so many things, but everything we don't give to them. We give them, we know what is good for them and then we give them. So similarly, Father God is much better than us because we are, at, if we Earthly fathers are doing like this. Father God, he wants to listen to us and then he wants to meet our needs. So God, he wants to live. He knows even before we pray, he knows what we're going to pray. But still, he wants that affectionate uh, the connection with the relationship with the God that we pour out our heart and then we go to him with the with the expectation, because with the children, when they come to us, they, they ask us in expectation. In the same way, we need to expect from God. And then we, so the verse 6 is talking about that, and verse 7, 
and also he says that we cannot use repetitions, but not repetitions in the sense we can keep asking him. But the thing here is talking about babbling, just trying to show that they are, you put heavy words and he keep saying in a different, different way, thinking that God will hear because God is not deaf. So God, there's no need for us to keep on mumbling about it. And he's, he wants us to come to the point, just give, let him know what we need, what, is, what we are worrying about, uh, what we are actually asking, what, what is that we are looking for. So this is something he very clearly mentions that uh, not to uh, keep repeating and then trying to use bigger babbling words. And, the, and then that's why Jesus in the eighth verse, he says, don't be like a heathen. And for your father knows the things you need of before you ask him. So then Jesus said, in this manner, therefore pray, which is known as our Lord's prayer. First he's calling our father, which are in heaven. So that's, that itself is a great, uh, for the great change for uh, those Jews because they don't call God, Yahweh, they don't use the name directly because they, they are, God is such a holy and then God is, God is so much away from us, he's mighty and then away from us. But Jesus is calling Father because, because of his sacrifice on the cross. We got the redemption and we became children of God, sons and daughters of God. So Jesus is saying that we also can approach God as our Father. And uh, then we, we can see verse 10, um, uh, he talks about that your kingdom come, you will be done. So this is something we, you can use in our, our own way, that yes, Father, Lord, let your will be done. Let you, you guide us, help us be, be your kingdom, your will be done in my family. Your kingdom, your will be done in our church, in our congregation, in our community, in our in, in our country. So it is something you bring God into every situation in your life that God, you rule us, we give you control, we surrender ourselves, you lead us. That means we are giving God the, the control of our lives. So that means he, let his will be done in our lives. And similarly, then he was asking in verse 11, is about our uh, daily needs. In the sense our uh, provision, give us our daily bread. That's the bread is the basic one. It's not just sometimes the bread, you, whatever you need, God, God let, let God know that what's, what you're looking for. You're planning for some party, are you planning for invite some friends? So just say, God, I want you to meet my needs and make provision so that all, all of them who are coming to my house will be able to have enough, enough food to, enough food for all of them. So in the same, then he was talking, he said, then verse 12 is about the forgiveness. He says, Lord, forgive our debts as we forgive those that trespass against us or sin against us. So he's, he's saying that God has so loving and so merciful. He has forgiven all our sins. So we, God expects us to forgive others who have sinned against us in the sense they not to keep grudges, Yes, we, we, all, we all go through these experiences, but God wants us to follow him. Uh, God wants us to Im Im imitate him in forgiving the sins of others. So that's very important as well. That's what God, that's why God has mentioned in the, uh, the, in the Lord's Prayer. 
And uh, verse 13 is, do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil one. So again, here, he's asking, he's asking us to protect from the Satan. He knows the temptations because he has gone through. So that's why he's asking us, asking, we, we, he, he, he wants us to ask God that he'll protect us and then they, he'll guard us from this kind of thoughts. I mean, he's all, God has always shows a, an escape route whenever there is a temptation. That's how God is because God knows what we can bear and what we can't bear. So God, so he slowly, slowly will be improving. He, that, that kind of spiritual life will be improving by, by staying close to God. And that will be able to, our, to, once we are closer to God, you'll get more trials, bigger temptations. But when you go through that, but God is there with us to take us through. It's not that it's not like an examiner that is sitting somewhere and then asking us to write the paper. It's not, the, it's not like the school exam. This is something where God is with you and God is with you and then he'll take you through. So that they, here, that shows the trust that we have in God. That shows our faith in our God. So he's asking us to, so that we, we, we need to pray that God will, uh, will deliver us from all the, all the, all the evil one in the sense of from the plans of the, the enemy. And then finishing with, uh, for yours is the kingdom and the power and glory forever and ever. Amen. That's where we are accepting and into our, in our hearts, in our accepting in our families, in our, in our own uh, community, in our church, that God's we are, we are actually submitting ourselves and then we are celebrating his goodness and his kindness and his mercy. And uh, the, after, after the, this one, we, can, we got two more verses, four, 14 and 15. It's, it's very uh, peculiar because the Lord's Prayer, he, like a bullet points, he has given bullet points. And this, uh, we already got uh, verse 12, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. In the, sense, the same thing, he expands a bit more in verses 14 and 15 because Jesus finds thing, Jesus thinks that these are this is a very important one within the Lord's prayer. So what he has brought out is that for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. So it's very, very important. He's come, he has come to the uh, come to the very, very point that we need to develop that kind of forgiving. Uh, forgiving nature and we we should not keep anything with us and if there is anything you speak out or you discuss and then you you reconcile sometimes may not be possible but within your heart you forgive them even if they haven't asked you for forgiveness because god is so gracious to us so we need to be gracious to the others also it's not easy but holy spirit will help us this is something it's a difficult point that's why jesus has a particularly mentioned about it at the end. It may be in the, within the family, it could be in, among the friends, it could be in the church, it can be anywhere, even at workplace. So there is a, it's so easy for the enemy to sow that kind of bitterness in us uh, that we, we our relationships are being uh, broken. So we're looking at, then we can, we can let us look at uh, Psalm 42. 
because uh, that's so relevant with the with the prayer because Psalm 42 is, is about earning for God in the midst of distresses. Here, the psalmist is uh, so honest, so open, because he has poured out his heart to God. He, he has not kept anything because he, he has been harassed by people. He has been, so he, he felt the distance from, 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 from God. Because of course, this, uh, this particular uh, psalm, the psalmist uh, is uh, say, it's a, a contemplation of the sons of Korah. Uh, they, in the way he has written, looks the appears that uh, he used to be in Jerusalem. Maybe he's one of the pre uh, priests. So they used to serve in the in in, in the temple uh, on on rota basis. So maybe he must have been leading people and then leading processions in the in the temple, and then uh, they he worshiping God. So he was, he had such a close association and now he's far away from it. And then he's, he's feeling the, the, that kind of distance from God. And then he's going through such a difficult time. Then he has poured out everything. Then he, we see that he actually uh, strengthens himself. He speaks to himself saying that my soul, why are you downtrodden? Why are you so upset? Why are you so much down? Don't you know who God is and how, how you have enjoyed his being in his presence? So this is something that he, he tells himself, actually. He speaks to himself, to his soul, and then strengthens his soul. It's only based on God's goodness. And as we see, when we come to the end of the psalm, he says that, the, why are you cast down with my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall praise him, the help of the countenance and my God. So the hope need to be in God. So he's telling himself, saying that in my soul, hope in God. Then he, he's, he, because he's, his loving kindness is forever. So there is nothing that he, whenever, so it's a very good way for us to pray to God. There's nothing wrong. Because God wants, God wants to hear from us. If you are going through a difficult time, and then if you think that there is something that you desperately need from God, God, God is like our Father, as we, as Jesus has taught us. We can pray. So this is a very good example where this the psalmist is uh, is is remember remembering back, look back and see what God has done in your lives. Look back and see how God has taken you through difficult times, how he has been your, say, your friend and your comforter. So God, Jesus has given us the Holy Spirit, his Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit with us. Whereas the psalmist, that time they didn't have this gift of Holy Spirit, but still you can see how desperate and then how sincere they were. So it is something that is a good lesson for us, for us to learn and we God has given us that kind of gift for us, the Holy Spirit, because we all believe in the believers of God in his name, in Jesus. So we got this opportunity to be close. And whenever we are down, when we are, we, we are in difficulties and we can't talk to anyone, but pour out everything to God. God bears anything because he got a broader shoulders and God will lift us up. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for your word, God. Lord, thank you for, Lord, for 
giving us this message, this scripture about the prayer. Lord, give us good hearts that, Lord, we understand and also, Lord, we implement in our lives that we use this prayer, use this prayer to come to you and glorify you, thank you, thanking you and bringing our supplications to you. So, Lord, we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.